Today is September 22nd, 2020. This is episode 31 of Back to Normal, so let's get started. Now today I want to talk about a project that I started working on a couple of months ago and made some major headway uh, yesterday and last night. And uh, so this has to do with my work at NSERC. We're, we're trying to run a competition, a virtual competition. And one of the things we need to do is collect votes from members um, of our committees. And we want these votes to be secret. And we want these votes to be able to be collected basically live. So we'll say, okay, everybody now go vote. And we want them to be able to easily go do this vote and then be able to tabulate the results immediately, like within five seconds. And these members are going to be virtual, so they can be anywhere in the world. So we need to be able to use the internet, but we need it to be secure. We need them. We need to be able to authenticate that they're actually the person making the vote. And um, it actually turns out to be a very difficult problem. We've decided after a couple months of research that we're going to be using Microsoft Teams to do the authentication part to get everybody logged in in a secure platform. And then um, once we're in there, um, it seems like we're going to be using Microsoft Forms to capture the votes. And this turns out to be a pretty powerful thing. We've got a couple of neat tricks to be able to um, capture all the information we need from members using a Microsoft form. There are certain powers that something like a Google form has um, to be able to autofill specific responses in order to get a specific set of information um, from a user and put it into the spreadsheet, bypassing the need for them to enter it themselves manually. And um, so one of the ways that we figured out to do that is that you can have a multiple choice question, but if you actually only give the, the user one choice, it basically forces them to click on something. And it's also kind of an, an acknowledgement that, um, hey, you're voting on this application. So we give them an identifying, uh, an identifying number that says, hey, click on this. Um, this is the application you're voting on, and then you enter your votes. And um, it's kind of a neat way to authenticate, hey, you're, this is what you're clicking on, this is what you're supposed to be voting on, while also, um, yeah, but while also entering that information into the spreadsheet so we don't have to do it directly after the fact. Um, so one of the really nice things about this is that it's a, it's a really fun, creative problem to solve because it's got all these really specific needs and nuances, and um, we need to be able to tabulate the votes really, really quickly. So basically we need um, we basically need Excel because it's really powerful formulas and all that kind of stuff. And because we're using Microsoft Teams and we're using um, MS Forms, which hooks into Teams, um, already we, we have to be on the most modern stuff, even though our kind of desktop environment by default is Microsoft or is Excel and Office 2016. Um, because we're using MS Teams, out, we're outside of that, that, um, that environment, which means that we actually can use um, take advantage of features and functions of Microsoft 365, which is um, which has got extremely powerful new functions that don't exist on 2016. Something like XLOOKUP, which um, if you've used Excel, you know about probably VLOOKUP and HLOOKUP, but you might not have heard about a much more powerful function, which is actually a combination of two functions called index match, which uses the index function and then the match function to basically do a non um, a non specific VLOOKUP or HLOOKUP and XLOOKUP is actually both of those functions combined uh, with the power of index match. So it's a really, really simple way to look up something in a table of data. It can be a one-dimensional table or it can be a two-dimensional table and it's super powerful. And um, the fact that we're using Office 365 means that we can actually use those functions without any issue. And um, so it's really interesting to have that option available. 
And I've found over the course of my last four or five or six years in uh, at NSERC solving these kinds of problems that you can basically do anything with Excel if you, you if you know enough about formulas and all that stuff um, with the right combination, putting them all the pieces together, you can basically do anything you need to do involving data. And so that's kind of the fun, creative part of my brain getting its exercise is that if I start from the starting premise that there is a solution to this problem using a certain set of Excel functions and that kind of thing, um, it's just a matter of finding it. And so for me, the trick has really been not so much finding it because, like I said, it is there. So you, it's just a matter of time before you do find it. But the trick is building complicated features um, that once built are very simple to understand and use. And because the last thing you want is for an end user of this, whatever thing you're building, whatever tool, um, to be able to to be able to break something really easily or have the, the thing feel really tenuous or update slowly or that kind of thing. Um, you want people who are using this spreadsheet or the tool you're making to be able to use it with confidence and to to fully expect that they understand what's going on and that they know everything about the spreadsheet. So it needs to be simple, but it can be powerful within that simplicity. And so I'm really excited to kind of what I put together yesterday was basically a proof of concept. And um, the plan is this morning to record kind of a walkthrough of the process, which I'm really excited about. Like, honestly, it's it's so fun for me to do these kinds of projects. And um, yeah, it's I'm going to keep this episode short because I really want to go and get to work on that. But um Honestly, one of the one of the really nice things about working at NSERC is that every so often um, I get the chance to work on one of these kinds of projects that just takes takes this creativity and takes this um, kind of imagination aspect to work that you don't often get in an office environment. That you definitely don't often get in a government environment, but it it makes me really happy and it's really satisfying to that certain part of my brain that wants to be creative to be able to do this with um, with skills and tools that I already have in in terms of Excel. And so I'm going to leave it there for now, get a short episode today, but um, I'm going to go get right to this and I'll be back tomorrow with more. So talk to you next time. Bye.